0: Hello and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode 8. Welcome back, I hope you're keeping well and you've had a good week and that you've smashed through at least some of your podcast goals. My name's Gary, I'm the Head of Design here at Captivate, I'm your host and each week I take you behind the scenes and a little peek behind the curtain to what we're up to and our features and a little bit of a look uh, to the future to what we've got planned which is the focus for this episode. I'm joined by our MD Mark Asquith. Once again we're going to talk about some of the roadmap stuff that we've got uh, for the rest of 2022. And the focus is really around helping podcasters to grow throughout this year and beyond, um, either with some holistic views on podcasting in general, and also some tips about Captivate's features uh, specifically and how you can Im- implement them to, to get your podcast rocking and rolling and uh, growing your listenership and so on. So 2021 was a crazy year for us and as we approach the end of the first quarter of 2022 and beyond where's that time going crazy it's going to go up. it always goes this this fast isn't it at this point in the year but uh the rest of the year is looking to be more of the same uh sort of crazy roadmap and feature releases that we had from last year so our users know that we like to move at pace and uh with our roadmap and our releases and as the industry continues to grow year on year month on month those features and tools for podcasters especially those the kind of indie podcaster and the serious content creator they expect uh, the sort of features to be released regularly and it's crucial to their podcast growth because we don't give them the tools to grow their podcast then they start to stagnate and then they start to look around for other hosts but then potentially other hosts don't have the feature set and it just gets a little bit sort of treading water for a while so here at Captivate we like to make sure that every podcaster regardless of level but especially the serious indie podcaster who has got everything they need to to really get their show up to the next level so i'm going to chat with mark and we're going to have a sneak peek at some of the features we've got coming and like i said a bit of a bit of a chat around podcast growth in general within the industry and uh and then uh, and how you can get on and grow your your audience uh, from today so here's that chat with mark enjoy back on captivate insider for episode eight it is our md mr mark Asquith. how are you my friend
1: I am all good. Thank you, sir. Enjoying a nice cup of tea.
0: I'm joining you on that one cup of tea. Have you ever noticed that when you're podcast, we're doing an interview style show, you need a brew. It's essential, right?
1: A lot of my basic life is catalyzed by the appearance of a brew. So if I start any kind of deep work or whatever, like I've been doing some testing today on some Captivate work, and I think to myself, right, I'm going to test that that Ed's done. that's probably an hour's work. I'll get a brew. And then I stick (laughs) the old headphones on and get a bit of music on it. it, it, It's like working in chapters. In fact, I think we've pretty much invented like a new Pomodoro technique. You know, forget the tomato. Forget 25 minutes. 60 minutes with a cup of Yorkshire.
0: It's got to be Yorkshire tea as well. I grew up on my mum buying Tetley tea bags. I didn't (laughs) like it. Don't like Tetley. Yorkshire. (sighs) Sandra. ffs (laughs) ffs <laughs> so yeah brew in hand we're ready to rock and roll so the theme is uh, around podcast growth and how we help users and so on just in general but also a couple of the features that captivate has got specifically to help uh the serious content creator and indie podcasters etc so question number one for you sounds like a game show question number one i want to uh, kick off by talking about uh captivates you on growth and your your views on this uh, since we launched and our tagline back in the day was the world's only growth oriented podcast host and um and it's an interesting one because a lot of podcasters in general are fixated by the numbers right it's all it's almost a be all and end all when you're talking about growth it's like uh, your download numbers or your unique listens whatever you want to use that can dominate and uh, and really take over But there's loads of factors that determine kind of perceived growth. So, what's your what would you say is our main yardstick besides the, you know, your number of listens or downloads are going up, so that equals thumbs up, good. What's the yardstick for growth in general?
1: I think it's it's whatever you design it to be. It's 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 like a a business. You know, I always say that you can't. You can't get business level results or expect your podcast to perform like a a, a a business or a product that has traction unless you treat it like that business and dedicate the relevant amount of time to it. So it, it truly depends on, for me, the goals of your business and you, the goals of your podcast. Because, you know, if you are, for argument's sake, someone like Jordan Harbinger or you're a, you know, you're, you're a podcast like a that Annoyed that, that, that really... Sells sponsorship and sells impressions, and everything is based on a CPM or at least a fixed price sponsorship, but based on a set delivery method and and a, and a set delivery of impressions. Then your numbers are your, are, are your your KPIs, your key performance indicators. Like they are the only thing that really matters. And there's more that we can talk about with that when it comes to. You know, click through rates and, and and whatever free trial signups or or, or whatever that the, the sponsors deem to be appropriate for from their reporting perspective. But then, if you turn that on its head, you know, a branded podcast isn't necessarily always there to drive free trials. You know, you might get Mailchimp doing a podcast and think, well, actually, their KP, uh, KPI surely has to be free trials. But often, it's not. It's about positioning. You know, pretty little thing. Or if you look at um, someone like JP Morgan Chase or anyone like that that is is doesn't necessarily need warm signups from this. It becomes much more about the positioning. So I think it's different for everyone, and that's that's actually one thing that I, I like to help podcasters with is just understanding that yeah, downloads. If you're if you're selling sponsorships and if you're selling CPM based something, you know whatever it is, whether it's free trials, whether it's it's just impressions, whatever then of course downloads have to be the main metric. But for a lot of podcasters, and I would say the majority of indie podcasters, that are a little bit more niche, that are a little bit more inclined to sell fixed price sponsorships. Um, y- you end up measuring different things. You know, if you're selling your own services, you probably want to measure your email signups. If you're selling a product, your own product, maybe you're an Etsy creator and you're someone like my good friend, John Mill. Um, if you, she's a, she runs a knitting podcast, she sells stuff on Etsy and, and does great work over there. So for her, it's just about building a social media following, you know, so different metrics for different people. The one thing that you can never go wrong increasing is of course your downloads, you know, cause theoretically, if you've designed your funnels properly, and I can hate the word funnel, but if you've designed your, your, your flow and your marketability properly and you've designed how you want people to interact with you and come through to your business or, or you come through to your show or come through to your sponsor. Well, things can only go well if you increase your download. So that's why people fixate on it. But the one number is different for everyone. And that's one huge thing that separates, I think, every podcaster is that, you know, for, for like what is, what is our main metric for Captivate Insider? There isn't genuinely, there isn't one. Like, it sort of doesn't matter because... We do this so that you, the podcaster that is either using Captivate or is thinking about using Captivate, you just know that we're reasonable, good people. That's There is no metric for that. We just want you to understand that we're real people that love podcasting. So it's such a complex answer. Um, and I, I, I really want anyone listening to this that's worried about downloads to think to themselves, do you know what, actually is that the right number for me should i be thinking about something else should i be taking those 150 downloads i've got per episode and trying to turn those into 100 email subscribers or 50 patreon supporters you know so it's yeah it's a very nuanced answer i think yeah true yeah and uh, you picked up on a
0: couple of things though, that were interesting which leads nicely into my next question which is there are different metrics for different people it depends like you said on how you what your motive is for setting up a podcast in the first place and what you want to achieve and so on. But go back a few years though. And, um, the, the, the download numbers were in a way, uh, uh, in a way, a way to sort of legitimize your podcast. Because if you had, if there wasn't, we didn't have all this big social media, um, campaign design and, and, uh, marketing tools and everything to sort of go out there in the periphery and, and, and use that as a tool it was are your download numbers good yes then you've got a good podcast so that was years ago but um but now we like you said we have these other metrics and and tools and stuff like that um do you think there's some kind of chicken or the egg thing that goes on sometimes? Because depending on your on your view on download numbers, some people have this kind of perceived glass ceiling with their podcast where they think their, their numbers might have stagnated for a bit. They fit like a bit of a plateau. But they want to get into sponsorship and ads and monetizing their show. But they feel they can't because they think they haven't got the download numbers. So do they concentrate on that that will then open up the door to that? Or... Do they try and do that to increase their download download numbers? You know, there's a bit of a... So where do you fall on that? Where, you know, chicken or egg? You know,
1: There's... I think there's an overall, an overall problem in podcasting in that people don't necessarily know what to do. And that's why we, you know, that's why my show, The Podcast Accelerate, is all about just tactical stuff that you can do to, to grow your podcast. Or at least start to think differently about how you can grow your podcast. You know, that's as much of the mission as anything else. And I also think that there's, you know, there's a natural propensity for creators to just want to create. So if you find to yourself thinking, oh dear, I've, I've hit a plateau, I'll just create more. I'll get a new mic. Because they're the things that we can control. They're the things that we, we feel good about and, and, and maybe we'll see an uptick. You know, I, I, there was a guru um, promising people you know, all sorts of um, wealth and financial freedom and all that crap that they, they bluster on about. And, and and someone said in his paid for, they paid for this advice, right? How do I increase my numbers? And it was a pure David Brent, Michael Scott moment. Cause he just went, uh, he said it as if it was such a profound thing. And it was, well, easy. You just, you know, put double episodes out, you get double the downloads. And it was almost, it was literally like a Michael Scott. See you later. How didn't you think of that walk off, you know, mic drop? And I was like, you moron what are you thinking? Like, that is the exact <laughs> wrong thing to say because, you know, doubling your aggregate downloads is completely different to doubling your actual listenership. And it's, I think it's, it's that kind of approach which puts people off. And I also think there's a, a, just such a layer of generic advice. I saw another one. There's, a, there's one OG podcaster out there at the minute that just seems to be annoyed with everything. And I don't know why. And I feel like saying to them, I mean, I know them very, very well and just feel like putting my arm around them saying, Let's get a beer. Let's stop worrying about all this. Because every time I see it in Facebook, you get people asking, how do I grow my audience? And they're just like, the podcasting community is getting snarkier and snarkier. And it's stupid. Like, not everyone knows answers. And people like this podcaster that I've seen getting more annoyed are giving things away, like, go where your audience are and give them what they want. And I'm like, what kind of bad advice is that? Like, that's really good conceptually. But it's like me walking up and saying, right, here's a great bit of land. I want to build a house. How do I do it? And some guru coming up and going, get some bricks, pop it up. Like, of course. But how do we do that? So I I do think there's, when you get answers like that in the community, and when you see people selling, you know, courses for 100, 200, 300 bucks, and, and you start to see people that are doing perceivably much better than you are. And then you ask the question of how do I grow my show? You've, of course, you feel, well, dear me, I don't know where to go I don't know what to do. This is very difficult. It feels like a lot of closed doors. So I will produce more content. I will buy new microphones because they're the things I can control. But I, I, I think that growing your podcast is no different to anything else. you know it, it, it's, it's you've got to learn skills. And you've got to pick your battles. And I always tell podcasters, the first two things you should learn are copywriting and and basic SEO. And then once you've done that, get better at telling stories, study, you know, read Stephen King on writing, you know, read um, some of the stuff that inspired George Lucas back in the day. You know, some of the, um, you know, the hero's journey stuff, the Joseph Campbell stuff, you know, really learn how to be good at what you do. But also learn the copywriting so that you can you know how to articulate that to other people and learn basic SEO. I'm not talking technical SEO. I'm talking you know copyright led SEO where you can you can you can position your content to be surfaced. Um, so I think that's the thing. And when it comes to things like Captivate, our job is to give people the things that will make their life easier. Like there's a free SEO course. Oh, and there are the places within your podcast that you use what you've learned and we make it easy. Or here are some things that will save you time so that you can go and read that book on SEO by John Janj that I always recommend, which is great. So it's, uh, again, I know that's a deep answer, but it's, it's, there's so much going on in podcasting um, that there's no, I can see why people feel alienated and think, oh dear, I can't possibly push past this plateau. But there's no need to feel like that. There are other people out there that will support you. It's not just the grumps that are sadly taking over a lot of the groups. And the groups, I used to love the groups on Facebook, man, uh, you know, uh, when I first got into podcasting, I was startled by how supportive everyone was. And it's getting worse, man. Everyone's getting like snarky. And I just, a lot of the time, I feel like commenting and saying, shut up, because you don't know the stuff that this person does. So just have some respect, because they don't know what you know. Let's just help each other up. But then I can't be bothered with trolls. You know, I just they are just, it's getting bad, man yeah
0: yeah I think we we called that years ago <clears throat> just in general I think uh we had this with YouTube and the online video community years ago when YouTube blew up, and you know everyone in their bedroom was making videos and stuff <clears throat> it was all very supportive and all very you know it's great, but now you fast forward to where we are now, and it's so uh yeah so yeah, just give someone a hug if you're at a conference, you know podcast movement or something like that and you've seen someone being a bit grouchy, just go, look, it's all right. Yeah. You don't know everything and that's okay. But if you do know stuff,
1: you know, just be nice. (laughs) And it's also the fact that, I'm going to sound a right ass when I say this, but I sort of don't care. This is. I always feel like my job in podcasting is to call out people that are just being a little bit rude and to just say, look, let's just all get along. It's why... I, you know, we never slate any other host. I've always brought hosts together and, and you know, whereas, you know, you'll get other people that are say, well, this is the best host. We are the best, blah, blah, blah. Disclaimer, I'm CEO. And I, like, we never do that because it's silly. And in the same vein, a lot of people that are giving advice and saying, I've been in podcasting for 15, 20 years and giving generic advice, like, you know, and, and slating other people's podcasts just because they don't sound like theirs. Why are you so bitter? how, how is it a good thing that you've been in podcasting for 17, 18, 20 years? And the only accolade that you can possibly say is that, you know, you've produced 2,000 episodes. Like, what else have you done? Like, can you prove that you've been successful? Like, do you still have a mortgage? Yeah, well, you know, if you were that successful, that would have been paid off. And it's, you know, I know that's a really crass financial way to look at it, but it's, you have to lynch some sort of success to in order to be able to take the the crap that people give you. If someone's giving you beef and being nasty to you and being really, you know, putting you down in some sort of public community, surely you only have to respect that attitude if they can prove that that attitude has got them somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. that's my worry yeah. in podcasting growth is that more and more people are coming into it and it's feeling, sadly, starting to feel like one of the old industries. It's starting to feel like other industries and that is such a shame because he never felt like that. So I know that's tenuously related to growth, but it is all linked because if you get someone coming in and they post in one of the online communities, I've got 15 episodes, you know, how do I grow my podcast? And I've seen this this week and you get an OG podcaster saying, well, ask for advice from someone that's not just your mum. Like you arrogant sod, you know? And so it makes you just think to yourself, why would I bother? Why would I ask you? And then I stopped podcasting because the community is not as open as it was. And it's such, that is a real problem. It genuinely is becoming a problem. And it's coming from two places, angry OG podcasters that feel like the industry owes them something. And it's coming from newer people in podcasting that have got a few episodes out there, but then a sort of positioning themselves to sell here's how you launch a podcast. I mean, it's, I'm seeing that a hell of a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> you can no, tell agree, it annoys
0: you. me. Yeah. We, I think we've got a slight feeling that it's uh, irked you a bit, just a little bit. But that's what this show's for. We go deep. We don't hold back. <laughs> we go deep. Listen to Pierre last week. Oh.
1: Good we episode. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Couldn't control him. You were cool. just like, yeah, just, uh, just tell me whether you want to integrate value for value or not. And he's like... <laughs> yeah well Banks <laughs> he's such a good guy man he's so clever like, he, he annoys me because he's so much more intelligent than like anyone else mm-hmm. I'm like damn you I wish I was you yeah. he's that guy
0: he is that guy yeah if you've not listened listener last week go and check out our developer Pierre we will wax lyrical on some of the tech stuff and yeah. uh, he's not happy with blockchain and stuff but yeah go and listen it's a good old he's excellent good to listen yeah so a few more questions dude uh, I want to talk about education a bit more because you picked up on that around uh, people seeking out advice and uh, the stuff that we do at Captivate to help people and educate them and so on. So uh, over the past couple of weeks, I know you've done this too. We've we've used some of our own features within Captivate for our own podcast, which is great. And the only reason that we we do that without even thinking about it is because we've obviously designed them and built them, and we we know that they're there. But uh, how big of a role do you think education and More importantly, I guess self-education is within, uh, you know, growing your stuff because we see it quite a lot where there's two parts to it. The first one is when we do a reveal, like a live stream or something like that, we often have people that uh, jump in the comments and say, oh, my God, didn't know I needed this feature. It's amazing. And the other part of it is people will pop up months, a year later and say, oh, didn't know you did that that's amazing. I've started doing that in my podcast now. So how important is it to kind of be self-aware of what your host is offering you and some of the advice and
1: stuff? There are two types of people. I think people that are, um, I think generally inquisitive and people that want it given to them. And it's fine to be either of those people. Um, but you, you have to understand your role in building your podcast. You know, practice is, is, is key. Like, you know, we're recording this now on video, but there's a couple of bass guitars behind me. I've just recently got back into playing and, and 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 the this example is so pertinent to everything. I've always had a bit of a weakness with like some more advanced sort of slap, slap sort of bass techniques, like double thumb stuff and like, um sort of speed level stuff. And I thought to myself, how do I overcome this? And I realized that the only way to overcome it was to stick that metronome on that's behind me for 10 minutes, 100 beats a minute and do a thousand double thumb slap. And that's it. I can't, I'm not going to play anything else. I'm just going for 10 minutes on in time. And you'll get this as a drummer with your paradiddles and everything that you've got to do to, to build up your rhythm. If I didn't, don't sit down and do that practice, I don't get better at it. But one day what happened was I was playing along with a drum track and I was just kind of riffing around, trying to stay in time and trying to lock into the bass drum. And I actually started doing things that I never thought I could do, but I didn't consciously start doing. I was just like, oh, and then I caught myself. I was like, oh, look at this. I'm actually doing this thing. And it came from that practice. And it's the same with anything. It's the same with podcasting. It's the same with anything that you, you, you undertake. You have to, number one, identify your gaps, and number two, find ways to get around them. And Captivate usually has ways to get around them, you know, guest booking and, and some of the other stuff, the dynamic show notes builder and so on but it's no one else's real responsibility to, to to push you in that direction other than being very, very present. So I'm part of like a couple of memberships from a base, you know, they are always there 24-7. I can go and talk to, to the team at Scott's and say, look, I've got this problem. What's going on? The strings aren't feeling great. Should I go lighter? Should I go heavier? Should I go hybrid? Whatever, and I'll get feedback. And it's the same with podcasting. Captivate is around pretty much 24-7, whether it's live chat whether it is through support or whether it is, you know, the documentation, the YouTube that we've got, you can always get information on on how to use the platform. But our responsibility as, as part of that is to actually teach you what problems exist and what the solutions are to them. So here's how you do this thing. Here's how you grow your show through dynamic show notes or whatever. And it's our responsibility to make sure you have an ability to find the problem for us to then present the solution. If we don't do that, that's our failure. Um, and we like to do that pretty well. I think we do a decent job of that. So it has to be on you to understand what problems that you've got. Now, the, the problem with that is that it can feel overwhelming. It becomes this whole, oh dear, how do I grow my podcast? And you've got to think to yourself, well, actually the growing the podcast is such a broad thing that it becomes difficult to to, to identify what you've physically got to do. So you've got to think to yourself, actually, what are the things that are stopping me going on my podcast? Well, it's the fact that I only podcast for two hours a week. So by the time I've produced my show, I've only got 30 minutes left and I'll just schedule a few tweets and jobs are good and then that's it, I can get this thing out. But actually, what if you could free up an extra 30 minutes per week? What else could you do? So that becomes the the next thing. You know, Captivate has education and we've got education on the podcast accelerator about streamlining your workflow and making that easier, dynamic show notes builder. That will save you 10 minutes. So it, it, it's, it's a partnership from our perspective, but it has to be led by you, the podcaster, thinking to yourself, here is the outcome and the destination that I want to be at. And here are the blockers in my way. Here are the things that are stopping me. How can I get past that? And we have the solutions to do that but it has to be instigated by you. You know, it has to be instigated by you. You've got to step up and say to yourself, Mark, Gaz, Danny, Ben, everyone else, Judy, I need a hand and we will help. Um, So I I do find that there are a lot of people that are inquisitive and they'll naturally do that. Like We got Tim Elliott the other day was tweeting just saying the show notes build is brilliant. I'd not spoken to Tim for about six months. You know, he did that off his own back, but then we do get other people are like, oh, I'm so frustrated because... You know, I've not got time to dig into the show notes builder. Why aren't you helping me? And well, actually, I, we will help you. But the beginning of that sentence is the problem, not the end of it. The fact that you said you don't have time is the problem. Like, how do how do we get you the time? And then we'll do the thing that we do, you know? So it's, again, very nuanced, but it has to be driven by a desire to achieve something. Yeah, defo. Absolutely.
0: Frick- yeah, so that's one of the things that um, I think is so important through uh you said at the, the beginning that we don't slate other podcast hosts and rightly so we you know we're not in that game but i think it is important i think it's almost uh something that the industry in terms of a uh, of podcast hosting companies and someone we need to to offer people that education because otherwise we're just selling server space you know it's no that that's not how you grow uh you know your users or how they grow their podcast so yeah top answer dude and uh Nice example with the bass as well. You want to get the old uh, Victor Wooten album on. He's very good at the old. Classical uh, thump, baby. Classical thump. <laughs> yeah. John Patitucci. Yeah, just get all them on. They'll, they'll, they'll He's show pro. You. I'm a Marcus they'll Miller guy, I
1: have to admit. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 There's a guy nice. called Henrik Linder as well. You might like him. He's from a band called Dirty Loops. The band are just so tight, man. As a drummer, you'll appreciate him. Check them out. Dirty Loops. Nice. Dirty Loops. Uh, actually, I've got one of their tracks
0: saved on my YouTube. mate. yeah, yeah. I know. So good. I know, British band, very good. Um, Okay, last question. So you're really, as listeners will know from listening to this very episode or previous ones, or if they've listened to your podcast, Accelerator podcast, they will know that you are you are so good, dude, at offering concise, but more importantly, actionable advice to podcasters. You're not one of these wishy washy like you mentioned earlier. Go and do more stuff, and then you'll get more stuff. You know, it's not like that. So based on I think our listener, if you're listening to this podcast now, and you've had a podcast rocking for maybe a couple of months, or you're thinking about launching a podcast, and you're thinking actually all this stuff sounds good, but from your point of view, dude, what's a few things, a few tips that that person could do today using Captivate's features and tools that they will see an an actual real t- well not real time, but you know a, a return on their either unique listeners or growing their listenership or their engagement, what can they do today with
1: Captivate's features? You've got to buy yourself more time. That's the first thing to do so that you can do the second thing that I'm going to tell you to do. Um, So buy yourself more time. And what I mean by that is start using Amy, start using dynamic content, start using... um, I've got an episode that I actually wrote yesterday and I was about to record yesterday and then I had to go to the hospital. And it was... So that'll be coming out in a couple of weeks' time, about three actionable ways to... um, to use dynamic ad insertion. And one of those things is is to actually save yourself time by just add, automating your pre-roll and, your, and your, your post-roll and using the pre-roll and the post-roll to like add your intro and outro music. It's not going to be quite, you know, you're not going to get crossfade on it and stuff. But if you design it well, save yourself like 10 minutes in edit. Why not? Little things like that. Set your show notes templates up, your dynamic show notes templates. Set your booking link up so you don't have to go back and forth with guests on availability. Use the time-saving part of Captivate. First, that'll buy you some time. Second, use the measurable parts of Captivate. Use your single promo link to, to, to showcase whether or not people are coming through to the places that you think they're coming through to. Are they listening on Spotify? Are they listening on Apple? Set your attribution links up so you can see whether or not the things that you're asking people to do inside your podcast are working. Because if they're not, you've got to rethink them and you've got to redesign them. Um, and I think the main part of that as well is about that single promo link. The, the single biggest thing you can do is set up the opportunity for people to be able to share your podcast for you. So make that single promo link so obviously shareable that other people will then share it. So it's not like, oh, go and listen wherever you get your podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's tell your friend about sparkofrebellion.com slash listen. Tweet that out. You know, So, it, so it, the call to action is really clear use that single promo link because it's all measured all the analytics are there for you You can see click through rates and traffic so it's it's that sort of stuff just these little nuts that just need tightening around the bolts that will just give you that extra five or ten percent that will make a difference today and then you can start to work on the bigger stuff. Then you can start to learn bits of SEO. Then you can start to learn how to do copywriting better so that your titles are better and your show notes are more are more search friendly. Um, but yeah, do those things, you know, work on the time-saving elements, guest booking, show notes manager, all that sort of stuff. And then work on the measurable stuff, your first party attribution links. And in particular, that single promo link, That's that's, it's just such a quick win. Yeah, no, I agree, dude. Wise words as always and it's a
0: cumulative effect as well once you start to get into the habit of time saving that opens up time to do other things like you were just saying but more i think the the main takeaway is just save yourself time on the tedious stuff that you're spending time that you don't have to now and then you can really concentrate on things like that you might not have looked at before or even in a while so things like your mic technique your recording environment and you know your tidying up on your post-processing and your editing and stuff all that stuff is so important but it it keeps you away from concentrating on that if you're having to you know not waste time but spend time doing all of that tedious stuff so as Mark said get cracking with some of those things and 99.9% sure within you know a couple of weeks of doing that you'll notice that your workflows neater and tidier and that your numbers start to, to creep up which is what we want so yeah, all good, dude. So thank you very much, as always, mate, for jumping on. And uh, it's been fascinating getting into your brain about some of the wider... I love talking about the industry stuff as well as the Captivate features. So uh, thank you, dude. It's been a good one, as always.
1: Always a pleasure, man. Yeah, I'm loving this show. I listen to... This is one of the shows that I listened to, believe it or not. I put a tweet out last week saying I just learned so much from this show. Like, we've got such a good team of people. Like, everyone... You know, you, Pierre, Judy, Lester, Danny, Sam, Kieran, Ed, literally Ben, everyone is like the best at what they do in the industry. So yeah, well, I just love the show, dude. Nice one. Anyway, have a good one, and I'll catch you next time, dude. Cheers. Bye.
0: Thank you very much to Mark. I love having these chats with our team members because anyone that works within... Uh, any industry where you use chat apps like slack or microsoft teams and that kind of thing there's constant communication there but you rarely get to talk in depth about something for more than a few seconds so i love having the opportunity to sit down and talk with our team members and often things come up that we might not have spoken about on slack or in other areas of the business and it's a good it's a good one to put some notes down and and actually uh and use some of this stuff as we're designing and come up with our feature set so thank you once again to Mark for taking the time out of his day. He's going to be uber, uber busy for the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to see him that much. So, um yeah, thank you very much, dude as always this has been captivate insider that was episode eight join me next week for episode nine as i pluck another team member out of captivate and we'll talk about some cool stuff that we're working on or that we've got planned and if you're not using captivate yet to power your podcast and your podcast growth then you can do that with a free trial just head over to captivate.fm you can sign up for seven days completely free it's not one of those restricted trials everything is open to you so you can get your podcast set up and rocking and try all of the amazing features that we've got and i'm sure you'll be impressed with those and get your podcast up and running Uh, and that'll be good and if you're an existing podcaster you've got a podcast somewhere else with another host that's totally cool if you're happy there then all good thumbs up with that but if you want to try something different or you've heard about captivate then you can do that as well you can bring your podcast over to us it's really simple and easy to do and uh, you'll be up and running in minutes and again you can check out the features uh, to get your podcast rocking and rolling So yeah, head over to captivate.fm, start your free trial and, and, uh, and enjoy. Until next week for episode nine, take care of yourself, keep smashing those goals and happy podcasting.